Hello, real estate world. Welcome to the Nova Show, real estate records. This is Nuria Rivera, owner of Novation Title. I wanted to create the space for you guys to be able to share success stories, but not only success stories. I also wanted you guys to be able to share raw stories, everything that you have learned from the failures, the lessons, the wins. This is a space for our community to come together so that we can help each other rise to the next level. This is a space to be vulnerable, and this is a space for us to all be able to support each other in this real estate world. Please enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone. This is the Nova Show Real Estate Records. I have Christy Weiser with me today. Hello, everyone. And for emotional support, we have Kai Westover. Hi. So if you hear any giggling in the background, you know where that's coming from. So Christy has a team, a real estate team with her husband. And his name again is David. David, yes. So David was in real estate first. Yes, he was. I mean, we have a full background on that. So okay. yeah, because yeah. like him and I actually worked together. And then what team did he start with? He Somehow? started with Cody Watts. Oh yes. So okay. we Cody, Cody. Yeah. yeah, Cody at the time had his brother and his dad. And then yeah. Dave joined. That's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know Dave very, very well. I think he kind of came on as I was kind of exiting, yeah, so to speak. And then so then when did you guys meet? So he started real estate first, but we yeah. had met prior to that. Um, we had met like, oh, I just know the year we met in 2019 or 18. And, um, at the time we were both going to school, then we got married pretty quick. Um, and then from there, he kind of didn't really know what he wanted to do. He always has had like a super aggressive entrepreneurial mindset though. Like even as a kid, his parents tell stories about how he'd go to the, go to the local gas station and then walk around the neighborhood up selling candy, or he'd be stealing books out of the house and then going to sell them to neighbors. Oh same with canned food. Okay. I, I love that. Cause I used to do the exact same yeah, thing. I, I would go to smart and final, which was like, kind of like a mini Costco yeah. and buy blow pops and then just take those to school and like resell them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's funny. Which I, I never did, but apparently it was like five cent candy or penny candies or something yeah. like that. And then he'd go sell them for like 15 cents. And okay, that's yeah, awesome. actually at one point he'd sell canned foods. Um, and so like people in the neighborhood started wondering if they were having like financial problems, but it was really just Dave. He was just like, what can I do to make just money? Hustling. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Hustling. Yeah. So when I met him, he had actually just gotten off an LDS mission and his companion, um, that he became really good friends with always talked about how they would fly helicopters. His dad would fly helicopters and take them to Mexico. And Dave's like, well, what does your dad do? And he's like, oh, well, he's in real estate. So Dave, like mm-hmm. from that moment on was like, I'm going to get into real estate. Yeah. But anyway, he didn't really know how to get into it. So at first when we met, he was starting a landscape building um, business. Okay. And so he was like, just with landscape from there, I'll start making investments. And then after a while he was like, well, if I'm going to be investing, I might as well make this my job full-time anyway. So right. we met, he was starting real estate. So I saw the thick of it, like him struggle with get on Cody's team, start like taking off from there. And then I actually had a degree in marketing. So I worked for a company where I did their marketing and they actually just went under, but I had a really good setup where I worked from home. And so after, at that point, when I essentially lost my job, 
Dave's business was taking off enough that I just started, I got my license and I was essentially his assistant. Oh, and that's what brought me in kind of a little after a year of him being in. So then when did you get licensed? What year was that? So I got licensed probably in about 2013, 2014. And Dave had then been in it for like about a year and a half or so. And I joined Cody's team also, but didn't last long because I was six months pregnant. Um, and at that point, Dave decided like, Hey, I've in it a lot enough. And I just finished my degree with business management and marketing. And so I think I want to try my own thing. And so we got out of it, out of the team thing and kind of started our own thing from there. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. Okay, and now you have your own team. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There was a little bit of a funny speed bump in the middle of that. As soon as Dave made this massive decision for us, like, Hey, let's get started on our own thing. Let's start a team. We were like two months into it where Dave was like freaked out. He was like, we can't do this on my own. Like I'm going to go get a job. So he went and got a job with a hard money lender oh, um, yeah. full time. Um, I think he was making like 50,000 a year. And in that time, I was like, well, I guess I have to finish up our current clients. We can't just like leave them high and dry. And in that time, I closed off all the deals, like made as much as he would have in the entire year. And he's like, peace out. And he left the, and he came back to real estate. Okay. So. Okay. That's great. I love that. So you just like grabbed the reins and went. Yeah. Back. Yeah. I'm like, Hey, trust me. I think this will be good if we stick with it, but that's awesome. Okay. So then it, was it just the two of you for a while? And yeah, so it was just the two of us. Um, okay. We went back to a different brokerage at that point <laughs> and, um, we, uh, just started doing business and um, got a couple assistants. We were doing really well at the brokerage that we were at. Um, it became a struggle because, I mean, it was a good problem to have, but we were the best in the office oh, nice. um, for a little bit. And okay. then the next year, same thing. And so our mentality shifted where it was kind of like, it's awesome being really like, you know, it's awesome being up there in the numbers among the best in the team, but it kind of is hard not being around people where we are like, whoa, admiring them, you know? And so we left that brokerage and went to a new one where there's a lot of successful people. And so yes, we're in the top, but it's always nice to strive for more because we see people being ahead of us. So from there, that's when our team really started. My sister at the time was just helping us with assistant work. And, um, we converted her to be an agent and recruited two more assistants. And since then we've built like, since then her husband's got his license. And so he's on our team, it's Dave and myself. And then we have, um, two more agents and two assist, two assistants. So yeah, there's about like eight or nine of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it just kind of over the last couple of years has built up to that. But I, I personally like having the smaller team. Like anything more than that. I don't know if that's necessarily like reaching up to 20 people on my team is my goal, but. Well, I've always said that having like a big team or like owning a brokerage is just adult babysitting. Yeah. You know, so like it is easier to manage, you know, especially if you can give time to each individual teammate. Yeah. And help them excel even better than trying to just scramble and, you know, get to everyone. No, I definitely agree. Cause I feel like the people that we have right now are really motivated and really driven. So it's not like I have to put the seed in them to plant their motivation and like give them their why and things like that. They already have it. And so if I just lead them like with the right direction and the right systems, it's, it's really awesome to work with those types of people to see like the results. I love that. Um, yeah, it's awesome. So how do you go about 
because obviously you said that you have a couple of family members on the team, yeah. sister and then the sister's husband. Yeah. Okay. And then are there other family members or are those the only two right now? Besides Dave, that's it. So okay. that's four, but that makes up like over 50% of the team. Right. So how <laughs> did you go about finding and recruiting the other team members? Um, actually, so just word of mouth for the other agents, but like, um, Kai, who's sitting here right now. Well, yes, right? who I know used to be my assistant in real yeah, estate yeah, as well. So yeah. we go back. Yeah, she back. started as an assistant and now has obviously moved over to being on the agent side of things. So some of those transitions have happened. Like I said, my sister used to be the assistant and now got her license. So it's mostly been that. But then our current like main um, kind of managing assistant is was just from a client. I closed a deal and she was the daughter of my client and I went through on their final closing and they had actually what really drew me to her is that she like made this whole map of like where the builder, where the movers needed to go in their house. And it was completely organized and color coded of how to move us out of our house and stuff. And so when we were looking for an assistant, my client was like, my daughter's looking for a job. And I'm like, well, I saw her, I saw her map. Yeah, So she's hired. hired. Yeah. Yeah, That was her resume. Just like her putting together that moving map. It was like a dead deal. Yeah, honestly, so word of mouth through friends and family, it's okay. just always been the best nice. way of recruit for us. Okay, yeah. I love it. So what is one of the most challenging things that you're facing right now in real estate or with the team or just in general? Okay, um, I know, I know. that's kind I know of a loaded question because there's so many different like avenues. At first I thought maybe you were like, meaning, you know, what's challenges working with family or right. challenges working with the market. So Ooh, let's start just, there. That's a, that's a juicy one. Let's market. start with, uh, no, the family, the family. Yeah. What are the challenges? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I know. Hopefully uh, well, actually we want everyone to listen, <laughs> but you know, maybe we'll need to end. We'll see. <laughs> no, everybody knows this obviously with working with family. Um, I mean, my sister and brother-in-law, obviously probably are walking on eggshells. They probably don't want to be too bold about how they feel I am, but I feel like if I state how I know I am, they'd probably be like, yeah, we agree. So with my husband, cause he's just come out clear as day about like some of the things that may be a struggle is I am very analytical, but I also have like, I'm just very like OCD about perfection. So the only diff one of the main things that I feel like is difficult, which don't get me wrong, I absolutely love working with Dave. It's it's so amazing. But on my side of things, I'm probably control things a lot. Okay. And so it's hard to just divide it sometimes in the home where it's like we see each other and we just want to shut it off and be with family. And I'm like, so how was your appointment? Right. Okay, right. did you get it? Okay, okay, what's your success rate? What's your closing rate? Yeah, it's like, yeah. okay boss yeah that gets challenging you have to because you guys are together doing real estate working then go home together yeah so like is there like a like do you like legitimately like have like specific rules sometimes where like okay don't look at our phone from this hour to this hour or we can't talk shop after let's say eight o'clock or anything like that or yeah we have created some over the course of time and they constantly change it's hard not talking about real estate because obviously what got us in was passion for it so when we're talking about it it doesn't always have to mean like how's our clients how's our deals things like that it could just be like where are we at or you know we just bought a couple airbnbs we're doing our fifth short-term rental this year and so we talk a lot about that wow that's awesome Congrats. yeah yeah and if you have questions about that later we can dive into that but um so a lot of it is like personal stuff that we've done but as far as like working with clients and our team we have created a division with that so 
we typically take, you know, two days off of work where we're like, okay, hey, we're not even going to set up appointments. We're not going to show homes. We're not going to do this. And if it does fall on that, we have to let someone on our team handle it. Um, yeah. Funny. Another thing is, is like with production wise, we do quite a bit. So we've just had to kind of set standards on our goals. So if we realize we're hitting above that or, you know, our trajectory is going to hit that, we just give off stuff to our, our agents, you know, which is great. Yeah. You know, you're, you're feeding the team. Yes, you're exactly. Them succeed in supporting them, which is what you're supposed to do. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, in a lot of teams, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, but that's great that you guys are doing that. Yeah, it's definitely made it exciting watching them grow, especially if I've like set the appointment for them or, you know, nurtured it and stuff. So that's kind of how we've been able to divide it so far. But okay. yeah, still learning though. So are all of the agents just specifically buyers agents or are they taking listings too? Or how does that work? With yeah, team? we're actually not really strict with that because I know some teams have like these 90 day trial periods where you actually don't even get leads or, or right. things like that. Yeah. We want to make sure you manage scripts. But with being such a small team and kind of really like overseeing like the type of people we bring on our team we just let them take whatever they want so mm -hmm. if they do get a listing good for them we'll help them through it um a couple of their first deals that they do usually we go on the appointments with them yes um or have like talent or one of our other veteran agents go and just sit through it but yeah we let them handle it and take anything and that's great. I think that's yeah. great because yeah, a lot of teams don't work that way. Yeah. Okay. So another thing I want to talk about because uh, we we when we were talking on the phone, I love your Instagram. You guys do the best reels yeah. and TikToks. They're hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that you know agents maybe shouldn't be on TikTok. <laughs> we won't name any names, but you know there's some because like everyone's doing it now. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. like the new hot thing you know like everyone is doing it and yeah a lot of people it's like wow your lips are moving not even with the words <laughs> you're like so off like you're not you don't you um, want to do that one again yeah like, but your guys's are so funny um so when did that kind of start and how's it going and is it helping Yes, yes. Well, I will say we've probably had quite a handful of mess up ones too, where of I'm like, course. oh, we've recorded that like six times and your mouth doesn't even match. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, <laughs> oh, yeah. or it's so difficult to get your mouth lined up with the script that sometimes we'll just like turn around and you'll see the back of our head because we're like, we've tried this so many times, we can't even match our words up. But um, so, but I think it's going really well because it's so fun. It's like the part that like, so once a month, we usually have content day. So okay. we gather as a team and our assistants will prep our calendars so that like for the three hours or so that we're sitting together, they have the full like month or month and a half planned out. Mm -hmm. So we'll actually pre-record a lot, which is kind of funny. Side note is, um, I actually had a cast on my nose because a couple months ago I broke it oh. and well, I had it. Strategically, is there, is there like a good story there? Like we need to hear. No, no, not that great. Deviated okay. septum. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, oh my goodness, was it a motorcycle accident? No. Did you go skydiving? What happened? No, but the funny thing is, is like prior to my surgery, we had recorded a handful of videos so that we could post them because I didn't want to be like cast face on camera, which right. I should have. Um, anyway. Wasn't there one? Did There's, I see yes, one? There I did one. see one. I and thought I, actually, I saw one side note of the side note that we're on right now is my one of my biggest listings um I got because of the the one that I did with the cast on my face 
Wait, like, you got a listing from that reel? Yes, like actually yes. from the reel. Yeah, it was like a one point five million dollar listing. I went to, and I had my cast on my nose, so I was like, "Hey, sorry, I had no surgery." And when I came right in, she was like, "Oh, I already know. That's how I found you. I've been watching your reels." So I'm like, "Awesome!" Okay. So it is working. Yes, that's, that's great. I love it. Okay. Yeah, it is working. Yeah. And you took the listing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All from a reel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that was awesome. But um, sheesh, what was that was like uh, the third well, tangent. Yeah, the, I know. We kind of got off. <laughs> that's fine. It was still it, we kind of got back there. Oh, because yeah. I was gonna say we pre-record them. Yeah, so you pre-record so, them on one specific day that yes. is just yeah, social media day, yeah, day. which makes it easy because why I had said that is I had my cast on and my mom thought I specifically took it off for a reel one day. Oh. I was like, wow, you just took off your cast for a video, but I had to tell her, Are, oh, that was recorded like 20 days ago, you know. Okay. Yeah, but we try to stay um like up with the trends. So if we find good audio that has that's really popular we'll save it as a team so that come content day we have all this audio that we want to use just because it's pretty popular and then we re-record just in a matter of like an afternoon everything and then we have you know a whole month and a month and a half content laid out and but prior to that all of us have kind of as a team effort put forth like hey I like this audio they like this audio it's pretty popular just kind of as a a team team effort. effort So yeah. you all kind of get in, collaborate. And yeah. Really, everyone gets to bounce ideas off of each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the assistants usually gather the audio that we've selected or talked about and then just go from there on what days they'll post it or things like that. Okay. Mingled with some business stuff into it. But. Well, I love the idea of doing it all in one day. Yeah. Um, so I have a lot more questions in regards to that because we're doing the real thing too here at the title company yeah um you know and i'm awful at it it's it's brutal (laughs) everyone seems to like them but yes it it actually takes work yeah you know like when people are good at it it looks so effortless but like anything else you have to practice you know um and you know i'm old and i'm like do i even have time for tiktok um but okay so if you're doing it all on one day are you changing outfits? Yes. That, so there's like outfit <laughs> yeah. change, there's like wardrobe. So like yeah. you have to pre-plan like location, <laughs> outfits, the whole nine yards. Yes, okay. exactly. Am I giving away all your secrets? Should I not um, be bringing this up? No, no, I don't okay. think so. I just think it's funny because like occasionally I might forget to bring an extra outfit. So oftentimes if you look back at our reels, I'll be wearing Kai's clothes because she had to, you know. Oh my gosh. I, yeah, <laughs> Let I'm me use like it for that hour. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> give me your shirt. Give me your coat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You're like walking around the office trying to find yeah. like a new jacket. Yeah, someone walks in. I'm like, hey, that's a nice shirt. Do you need it right now? Oh my gosh, that's good. Or we'll just like run to, I mean, we all, well, a lot of us live relatively close to the office within five minutes. So okay. sometimes we'll just like zoom to someone's You'll house and raid us. someone's closet. Yeah, and actually it was really funny because we did an old lady one a while ago for Christmas. And Kai at the time when she was my assistant, her and my other assistant left, was in my closet for a while and came out with this whole like wardrobe. Cool yeah. yeah, pillows stuffed, stuffed in, their in, shirts. Which you were able to find. <laughs> I never yeah. saw that one. Did you post yeah. it on yours? Uh, no, it was, for, it was for one of our buyer ads. So we like to be more creative when we create seller buyer ads. And so oh, okay. it was one of those that was like something about like Christmas and if yeah. You up your Are size. you excited to see your aunt, aunt Bertha? Bertha and uncle <laughs> Were you aunt Bertha? Who yeah. I, no, I was, I was the uncle. <laughs> oh, you were the uncle? I was yeah. the, oh, I the old man. And okay. the, she's always, yeah, okay. the boy. I'm always the boy. <laughs> you're always the boy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what I heard you just say, though, is so you're 
specifically crafting them specifically for a buy and then other ones specifically for a sale? Yeah. Okay. So they are like, they're not just kind of all encompassing. Well, there's three different areas. Yeah. So like our reels and our Instagram and our social media posts that are just like organic, we'll just do whatever we feel is funny, you know, but we do do a lot of like online advertisements, specifically targeting buyers and sellers. So for those, we don't change up as frequently because we let them, you know, do their thing for a while and and progress and get better um and so those ones usually every like quarter or every couple months we'll think of a new one and then just let it post online okay that's awesome so are you specifically just on insta or are you on both tiktok and instagram tiktok instagram facebook Facebook, um attempting twitter yeah Um, we just started with pinterest i don't know we're dabbling in it all okay no that's good that's where that's where people are yeah that's just the world we live in these days yeah you know people aren't taking out you know real estate ads in the newspaper anymore yeah we're kind of past that yeah yeah i've really liked it i've actually become pretty passionate about it and like kind of want to grow it enough where a lot of like the the work that we're doing is from then there um but yeah it takes a lot of work it takes consistency where i feel like is a lot of the struggle but that's the biggest word in real estate right yes it's consistency yes with anything I know, but when you have so many things to be consistent with, oh. do your calls, do your, <laughs> oh, it's, it's just so like, much. Uh, yeah, it, can, it, I absolutely love, love, love real estate, but yes, it can be overwhelming to yeah. just stay on track. Yeah. Just balance know? it all yeah. and prioritize things. And sometimes I feel like, because this one's like, does so well organically for people, you know, as long as you're picking the right audio and the hashtags and time of day and stuff like that, it can be organic and free. Oftentimes that's why it gets dropped the fastest too, you know? Yes. Right. So are you guys, so you're doing that. Are you guys also generating leads through another source as an SOI? Like where, where is your like business? Um, well, each of our agents is different just because when we do year goal planning, usually we each pick like five or six different avenues or we call them pillars, um, of our business that we want to focus on. And And you said there's five. Um, we usually pick like five or six individually. Okay. So mine might be something that theirs could be different from, okay. you know, whether that's expireds or for subway owners, or you're into door knocking and cold calling, but just being in it, as long as we have now, a lot of ours is social media. We do do a lot of online leads and, um, like through Google and Facebook and things like that, just cause we've built up like a lot of five-star reviews and things like that. And then, um, SOI. So friends, family, repeat. I even get a lot of business from like agents re-referring things to me out of state. So that's a heavily, probably my pillars. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, All right. Well, let's talk about a little bit more. I think we've like talked about a lot of it, but um, what, besides the reels and things like that, are you guys like all friends outside of? the real estate world? Like, do you guys like hang out and spend time? I know you two are like besties, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've okay. definitely grown really close. Okay. Yeah. Cause how long have you guys now known each other? Maybe a year. Yeah. Almost a year. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what do you use. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be a year. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then how did you guys connect? 
um, through Nunia's sister, Carla. Oh, okay. And it yeah. all ties. It Look all ties. It all together. ties yeah. full circle. Yeah. So, We're yeah. all connected yeah. somehow. It's yeah. really yeah. funny because actually I only know or how I met Carla was because I used to cheer with her when we went to high school. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, okay. you know. Oh, you went to high school with Carla? Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. She's and one grade older than me. But yeah. And so then uh, she just posted on Facebook that she was looking for an assistant. Carla reached out to me and said, hey, this girl I used to cheer with is looking for an assistant. And then we connected and that's just how it started. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. And it was just like an immediate connection. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just like besties. Yeah. And besties. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And so you went from assistant. Now you're to, looking at getting your license yep. and then joining the team. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What are your five pillars? but we should do it right now yeah i have a phone call I um no yeah right now my brain is on girls day school so there you go yeah okay. don't ask focus for that. on that yeah <laughs> i know plenty of people you're gonna do great yeah it'll be good because you've been in some form of the real estate world now for how long 10 years 2012 10 years? Yeah. Okay. My first like um, position was at a brokerage in 2012 as a front desk person. Right. And then that's when I progressed my way up to just being people's assistants, transaction coordinator, marketing, just kind of just keeping it that way. And I can vouch she was my assistant. She did a yeah. wonderful, amazing oh. job. And all <laughs> yeah. of my clients loved her. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So yeah. And so then I just thought it was a good time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm 30. Why am I not an agent? I should have done this 10 years ago. So yeah, I just found the right team that I wanted to join. Never really had a team before okay. yeah. that I really wanted to, you know, that inspired me. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Just a sweet little <laughs> Do you moment. Have a tissue? Oh my goodness. We're gonna have to pause the podcast. We're all crying now. <laughs> all right. Well, what else should I know about you, the team, real estate? Give me something good. Give give um, these uh, listeners some tidbits. Oh um, my gosh. How about we start with because since Kylie's gonna be a newer agent, you yeah. know you've been in it. Yeah. What would be some good advice to start out for uh Kai mm -hmm. and the I other new agents it. out there? I don't know. I, I feel like being in the business for so long, I've seen what works and what doesn't work. And I feel like, I don't want to say I'm just like an all-knowing person, but it really is like when you meet somebody that's new in the industry and they take certain actions and they have certain, like they do certain steps. I feel like you can see whether or not prior to them even doing anything, anything, if they're going to be successful at it. Um, I feel like Kai definitely has what it takes, but mm -hmm. I feel like the biggest thing for new agents is just getting uncomfortable yes. and training yourselves for new habits. Yes. And I feel like so many people are, you know, really with anything outside of real estate are stuck in habits, you know, and it's hard to break. And so if you're able to make your calls and get up early and say really uncomfortable things to people because you're trying to close them and then I think that if you're willing to do that, then you have definitely a good opportunity or a good chance. 100%. Because like, really, like if you break it down to the simplest little yes. fact to be successful in real estate, all you have to do is talk to more people. Yeah, exactly. And no one wants to talk to people. Yes. <laughs> That's what's funny. I feel like people just get so scared. They want to hide behind things. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do that in real estate because yeah. I'm making videos and a lot of people that don't want to make videos, I swear I hear the same things. Like, I don't want to look like an idiot or I don't have the right camera. I don't want to, you know, and I don't have the right audio or things like that, which is funny because I feel like, like I said, I'm very particular and I want things like perfect. So right when we started, I was like, well, before we can even prospect, we have to have the perfect website. 
you know, or we have to have, you know, everything designed perfectly. So the moment that we go to our first listing presentation, this presentation has to be absolutely incredible looking, you know, but it's just over the course of time ready to get ready. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's necessary. Like, I feel like it's just do it and then change things as it comes. Like, so literally my first listing presentation was a word document typed out and printed. And it's just like, to, to look at it now it'd be like how did anybody even look at that it was just like oh I, I remember my old listing presentations like looking back on it I'm like yeah. oh my god that was awful it looked awful I bombed it oh yes. my gosh but it's funny because we even laugh at this to this day because our listing presentation was like I think like three papers stapled together and one time Dave was approached it was first ever listing presentation he was approached at the office by his like broker he came in and he was like hey Cody I have a guy here. We need to do a listing presentation right now. He took Cody, which referred it off to Dave and somebody else. I don't know. I shouldn't say the name, but, um, so they had to go into this office. Dave fully unprepared, brought his three stapled papers and this other guy, he had one up him, bought, brought like a binder full of like 200 printed papers. Like no one's going to read this yeah. ever, but that guy got it. It was like, Oh, you do all 300 page things. Yeah, right. But anyway, so Wait, it's funny. We, we know most yeah. agents don't do it. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. Okay. So we're, yeah, we're, we're spilling all the secrets. <laughs> yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, just do it and then perfect it later, but just do the actions. Amy. Well, and there are always going to be certain clients that want that 300 page thing yeah really at the end of the day your best clients all they want is they want to work with someone they know like and trust yeah that's all it comes down to i think we get in our heads way too much about what it should look like what it should be how i should act and you know unfortunately i think a lot of agents sometimes too it's like this um almost like this presentation of themselves yeah you know it's so over the top you know um, where it's just like just be real be authentic be honest and you're going to get the referrals. Yeah. And that makes me actually have a thought that came to mind. Cause when we just first started, Dave and I booked tickets to a real estate seminar where you go like with one of those big coaches. And I remember leaving the seminar, like a week in my brain was complete mush. It was fried. I was like, are you kidding? Like, how am I going to implement like all those 500 things in my business? And so I was just overwhelmed, like so overwhelmed. I'm like, I'm quitting, <laughs> but um, we picked like two or three things. We perfected it. We learned it. We learned the scripts. We started with scripts. That was our main thing that we were like, okay, let's just be good at one thing. It's going to be scripts. Awesome. And so we picked like two or three things. And now it's awesome. Cause I'm like, yes, I'm 10 years in the business, but now when I go to the seminars, I don't leave with a fried brain because it's like, okay, now I can add that. I don't have to add it all at once. No. You know, I'll pick two or three things to add and just keep doing it as I get better at them. Well, yeah, but, it's just, it's brick by brick. Yeah. If yeah. you try and implement all the things all the time, yeah. you know, you're just going to get overwhelmed and then not do any yeah exactly Exactly. that's that's what i think that's actually a good lesson for new agents is because they try and do all of it and think they need to do all of it they get so overwhelmed they just bury their head in the sand yeah it's like just i love that what you just said is just pick one yeah focus on it master it move on to the next one yeah and each step you're getting better and better every single day yeah that's true and that's kind of why i like being around um successful people and coaches because if I feel like they know what they're talking about. They will teach you that. And that's one of the reasons why I love my coach so much because we have a real estate coach, Okay. but it's not all about like, Hey, you have to call for sale by owners still, or things like that. It's just like, pick what you like to do. And you know, you're good at it. And I have my teammates or my agents ask me that same thing too. They're like, Hey, so why don't we, um, cold call or go door knock? 
I'm like, Hey, that's something really good. Like I don't do that. That's not my pillars and stuff. Cause that's not what I focus on, but that's something you can, and I'll train you and teach you how to do it. Yeah. You, you just have to, there's so many different ways to make money in this business. Yeah. There are yeah. so many different avenues. So like, you don't have to do all of them, which again, I love that you said, like you sit down with your team and they have to pick the five pillars Yeah. because there's a hundred pillars, yeah, exactly. a thousand pillars in real estate. Yeah. So like, just stick to those five. Cause like, for me, I actually really enjoyed and loved calling for stuff by owners. Yeah. Like I was actually really good on the phone and, and some agents <laughs> just hated it. But for me, I hated door knocking. Yeah. It was like the worst thing in the world to me. I just couldn't do it. And I was always like, you know, pushed, like go door knock, go yeah. door knock. And I just, I just couldn't stand it. So like I focused on for sale by owners yeah. and I got really good at it. And that's kind of how I started building my team yeah. or my, uh, my business. Um, so what was your first one? What was your first focus? What did you go after first? Oh my god. What was the first pillar? Um, when I first started, I think it was just I think I was given a list by the team leader of people that just never were like contacted in their web leads that they generated. Oh, and okay. I would just call down that list. Uh -huh. um, it wasn't until that we broke off on our own. Um, we started calling for survey owners, but I hated it. I hated it so much. I just felt like I'm calling people that literally have said online that they hate me already. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like, why, why am I doing this owner. to myself? They don't want an agent. The only people that call yeah. them is agents. Yeah. yeah. And so we had went to another real estate seminar. Um, actually, the funny thing is, is I was just going for a CE credit and I oh. told my husband, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to go to the Megaplex free CE credit. This guy named Tom Ferry's talking I'm going to oh, go there. Yeah. And Dave's like, are you kidding? Tom Ferry? I've been wanting to see this guy. No idea who it was. Tom Ferry. Yeah. Tom Ferry very so well. we went and then we obviously signed up for another like coaching program. And it wasn't until then that I officially learned, like, do what you want, like find something that's that you love to do and do it. And so we just started like doing events for our friends and family. Um, like, you know, once every other month and I loved it. I loved, okay. you know, renting out a movie theater, renting out a food truck or things like that. And so although we've gained, and like I've said, do more things now, um, we never like let go of the old ones that we love and we're good at. Yeah, no, that's great. So how often are you guys doing events for your clients? Um, we do events usually four to six times a year, okay. but we do different styles. So we'll do more intimate ones. Like we did earlier this year, like a VIP dinner for people who had referred business to us that following year or that earlier year. And, um, or that they had repeated business with us and stuff. So we just selected a handful of people and we took them to dinner at that's Cafe Molise. Oh, that's yeah. a great idea. It was fun. That was the yeah. first time I had been in the restaurant and it was actually really close to Valentine's Day. So we just sent it out saying like, hey, this isn't like a group thing. You're not going to sit at a table with me and Dave staring at you. You get it at your own Valentine's Day. And I don't know. It was really oh, fun. So, it, so basically everyone had their own individual yeah. table. Yeah, we greeted people as they came. And you just took care of the bill at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's and such so a good idea. That was really fun. So that one I've liked. And some of the ones that are really successful and we like, we'll just readopt the following year. Another one is we always do a like a megaplex movie theater or cinemark or wherever. Yeah. Um, and that's awesome because kids can come, you know, and then usually something in the summer relating to outside or something because of the weather. Usually something during Christmas, whether it be Santa or you know, during COVID, we couldn't get together. So we dropped like gifts off to everybody or, you know, there's so many different creative ideas. So yeah, it's been awesome though. Well, that's great too. Cause like when we wrap up, I'll show you too. Cause we actually have pre-made 
um, Popeyes that oh, we have cool. for agents. And yeah. so like, there's one with like, it says like a cute little message about like plants or a succulent and you bring yeah. the succulent and like, mm. the, oh, yeah, there's like little different ones. There's like a dog one. Like I'll get you the link. So you have it. Yeah. Um, it's really cool. You can find it at novationtitle.com. <laughs> <laughs> got a plug what was your favorite event ever that you did was it the, the Valentine's um, Day was that just recent yeah that one was fun okay. Kai wasn't here for this one but I really loved and I don't even know if they're in business anymore but we rented out um a side of Airborne but it's called Battle Ball Oh, okay. Have you heard of it? Where you yeah, basically yeah, yeah. it's like hard little balls or softballs, like paintballs, but oh no, explode on you. I thought it was like the dodgeball thing. I no, no, that. they're oh. in like serious Nerf gun type stuff, and they pelt you, and you leave the bruises <laughs> and stuff. But we invited like our younger like crowd. Okay, you yes. know, and it was such a hit. Actually, so much of a hit that it um, gave me anxiety because the line like started increasing. Like, hey, I'm waiting for my like because people would oh, immediately go in, get hit, come out with bruises, and want to go again you know, <laughs> but then we'd have like a line because they could only take like 20 people in at a time. So is this like a game. battle between people? Yeah, they break it's like an obstacle course. No, like it's laser. exactly like, like laser. Like, kind of like laser tag, but yeah, like, like airsoft, like, yes. like Nerf guns with like little balls. Yes, but oh, they I have two that. forms. They have a ball for like the pansies, like a little like softball, and oh, then okay. they have a hard small ball. <laughs> Where like you just are getting the bruises and getting pelted. Yes. Okay. It's like a war wound. <laughs> yeah. So that okay. one was a really fun one. The only reason why we haven't repeated it is because like battle ball itself needs to adjust their like ways to get more people in faster, you know? Oh, okay. And oh, so just like the check-in process. It was too yeah, much. It took too long. And because you have like, they can only take in like eight people in or, or X amount of people for the smaller groups and the times for the games lasted so long. So it, yeah. I feel like the length of the times well, of the lines. I'm sure people real. have signed waivers the whole time. Yeah. yeah. So, so sounds like there might just be a tad bit of liability there. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just a oh my gosh. Yeah. But like, can you imagine those hash, like those people like posting later on, oh. on Facebook, tagging you in with black eyes, like great event. Every, every <laughs> single person that was at that event posted something. Just like, looked like they came to an event with purely abused <laughs> oh my god that's so but that one was a, a really fun one that i can't like so i yeah that's just one that okay I, no i love that these are great ideas uh, <laughs> okay well i think we're getting close to just wrapping up here what is the uh the final thought what is the the, the final thing you want uh maybe to just say or express um i don't know i guess so, like deep in wisdom. <laughs> no, like like, yeah, I know. I'm in a okay. cell like way too intense. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like okay. You can wow. just say like just, peace out. Can you just, like, <laughs> cut, cut it. Pretend it cut right now. Like yeah, just cut it right accidentally. Now. Like oh, we lost service. Oh, I, I actually <laughs> I forgot out. to hit the record button. So, like, we've been just <laughs> no, chatting this whole time. Um, I don't know. I really, really love real estate. I never saw myself getting into it, but my husband like pulled me into something, and then I focused so much on it and become like so passionate about it. I can't imagine like doing anything else, but I love that it creates so much opportunities. Cause like, yes, we've been helping people buy and sell for 10 years straight and we probably always will. But at some point my husband and I talk about like, we're going to come to an end where we start recruiting and prospecting new business that we'll just take their, our old business and then just find new paths. And so okay. that's why we started long-term rentals and short-term rentals. And there's just so many different paths in real estate that I'm just like, if someone's getting into it or wants to excel more than they have, I feel like just find something that you like, research 
you know, the crap out of it. And I don't know, there's just so much opportunity. Yeah, there really is. It's, 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 it's such a wonderful business. Yes. You know, it really does provide you with so much, Yeah. you know, but yeah, yeah, it's also a lot of work. It is, you know, most of the public. Yeah. They think we just stick a sign in the yard. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And no, we're, you're, you're a real estate agent. Sometimes you're a therapist. Sometimes you're like, you're a firefighter because you're Mm -hmm. constantly putting out fires. Yeah. You know, and it's hard too, because all I see, like, obviously I have real estate classes on, so that's what I see. So I think it's funny, like interesting that when like people see it completely as an outsider and see it like as an outsider, like all the bells and whistles of it, they're like, I'm going to get into it. It's amazing. But yeah, I mean, there's so much difficultness and there's a lot of, yeah, struggle with it and obstacles and it's extremely hard work. Yes. Because of it, but, but when you stick with yeah. it and you do work hard, it, yeah. it's just wonderful yeah wonderful business to be in because you get to meet such wonderful people yeah yeah Yeah. it's great okay well i think that's our time this has been awesome thank you so much for joining us thanks for inviting uh, me I guess. Yeah. I'm glad you got to pop in. It's she fun. needed to come. Yeah. No, it was definitely. <laughs> All right. Well, say your final goodbyes. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Ciao. Right, that one, you want to try again? That was, like, um, that was like a little mouse. Goodbye. There we go. <laughs> All right. And we're signing off. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate us, like us, and share this podcast with our real estate community. The Nova Show Real Estate Record, sharing raw stories of real estate failures, lessons, wins, and successes. This is all from Novation Title, bringing a different experience into your world so that we can all uplift each other. Until next time.